This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, I don't know if you saw this or not. I I imagine you probably did. But uh, we got the first Mel Kuyper mock draft. I uh, did see it, and I actually kind of scrolled through it and didn't read it top to bottom yet, but um, some new names in the first round. There are some new names in there, yeah. Yeah, and I I worked with these guys. I know Todd and Mel, especially Todd, and I'm not taking anything away from Mel because he's the original. I mean, he's the draftnik of all draftniks, but a lot of what he does – that he publishes is things he hears people in the league tell Mel a lot. And that doesn't mean he's got an agenda or they have an agenda. Get this guy in the first round, get my client in the first round. I just think that he is pretty dialed in with his NFL sources that this guy's probably going to be a first round pick. And there were some names here that I was shocked to see in the first round. Yeah, for sure. And uh, let's, let's roll through this thing here. Uh, so he has the bears taking Jalen Carter, uh, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. He, Obviously, that the names at the top are the, are not the ones that are changing here, right? And they just the I order a little bit. Wants, I don't think ESPN wants them doing uh, trades right now either. Yeah, so. right. Um, yeah, he has the Texans taking C.J. Stroud from Ohio State at two, which is interesting because they have their choice of quarterbacks. Um, I do know their GM is very traits oriented, and I've seen some people put Levis there. Um, but what I mentioned that why I mentioned is just young might just be too small for them, you know, the way that they yeah. view the position. Yeah. Which I would understand. Uh, at three, he has the Cardinals taking Will Anderson. And they'll probably get Carter or Anderson and be just as happy with either. Right. Uh, at four, he has the Colts taking Bryce Young. Fair enough. I mean, I think those would be the top four picks. Yeah. Then at five, Seattle takes Will Levis. So three quarterbacks in the top five picks. I think that's possible. I don't know that that's the landing, how it would work, but especially if teams start trading up to one or three, I could see these being the top five picks. Yeah, yeah. At six, he has the Lions taking Tyree Wilson, the defensive end out of Texas Tech. It seems to really be every mock you look at, every draft, Nick, has this guy basically in the top eight. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't a household name a year ago. At seven, the Raiders take Pete Skaronsky, the offensive tackle out of Northwestern. I guess that makes a lot of sense for them. I mean, when you look at their O-line, left tackle's really the only spot that's, right. you know, so just give me the best lineman in the draft and we'll figure out where to play him. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then at eight, the, the uh, Falcons take Miles Murphy, the defensive end out of Clemson. That adds up as well. I mean, their offense isn't set, but their offense is at least respectable. Right. Murphy's a much different edge guy than Ebiketti, who they took at the top of the second round. I mean, he's a much bigger-bodied guy. How about Dude, this one? I don't know if you saw Jeremy Fowler's thing on ESPN. He talked to some league executives, um, mm-hmm. and Atlanta is a possible landing spot for Lamar Jackson. Oh, I've heard that for a while. Yeah. yeah. And I think it makes all the sense in the world. That would be that would be interesting. Uh, at nine, he has the Panthers taking Anthony Richardson, the wow. quarterback from Florida. 
I get it. Um, if I'm the Panthers, though, I better have Jacoby Brissett signed or at least Sam Darnold signed or, you know, because do they really want to wait a year while they totally develop a quarterback? Well, Darnold's still under contract with them, right? He did they pick no. they picked up I thought they picked up his fifth year option. I don't think so. I, I think Corral's the only guy under contract. Almost maybe, almost certain of that. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe that maybe this year was the fifth year option year. Yes, because they had him and Baker, which were the same draft class. Yeah. And and they were both, you know, hitting free agency. They, At they 10. Yeah. At 10. And here's the first name on here that, that hasn't this been. Uh, he has the Eagles taking Kalijah Kansi, the, the, the defensive tackle out of Pitt. We, we've talked yeah. a little bit about him, but he's, he's six foot, 280 pounds. He's very small. Yeah. Now, if he's listed at six foot, 280 pounds. Right, right, right. He might, he might actually be 5'11 and 275. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's little and boy, he's well coached by Charlie Partridge and there's going to be Aaron Donald comparisons, which is unbelievably unfair, but I have never seen him even going in the top two rounds to put him at 10. Mel likes to make statements this time of year too. You know, yeah. hey, whenever Cancy, you know, he ends up going 25th overall, Mel can be like in, in April. Yeah. I had him in the top 10 when, you know, back in January, you know, so he likes to make statements this time of year. But that does not seem like an, he doesn't look anything like Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, or Jordan Davis to me either. Well, Hargrave isn't tall. No, Hargrave, but Hargrave's six foot, you know, six foot one and, you know, 320 pounds or whatever, you know. Um, yeah. I will say this about Kansi 13 and a half sacks the last two years from the defensive tackle position. And that yeah. was the most in college football at, for a defensive tackle over those two seasons. Really? I didn't know that, but I knew he was very productive. So, I mean, he, he can get to the quarterback, and we know teams value guys who can get to the quarterback. I mean, the Eagles had 70 sacks or something this year, and yeah. they had an extra first-round pick. It wouldn't shock me at all if it's some sort of D-lineman with Cox and Graham and those guys getting up in age. I was just shocked to see this name. Yeah, hey, I'm rooting for him. He's a pit guy, you know. At 11, he has the Titans taking Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle out of Ohio State. I think less and less he's going to be in the mix for the Steelers. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be there. At 12, he has the Texans with their second pick, this one being from Cleveland, taking Lucas Van Ness, defensive lineman out of Iowa. He seems to really be gaining steam, too. I mean, he's got good size. People think he's going to be a tremendous tester. So, you know, the, the I, was, I forget who I was listening to, but I think we've mentioned this, too, that it's corner, tight end, and edge are really strong in this draft. Here's something, and Mel has an interesting point in here about Van Ness. He has 13 and a half sacks over the last two seasons. Nine and a half of his sacks came on the interior yeah. only four, and four from the edge because they play him, you know, basically as a, as a, you know, a defensive tackle in pass rush situations mm -hmm. at times. Yeah. So, you know, he's got that flexibility. There's been a lot of those guys, like you know, it's going back to Trevon Walker last year. But there's a we talked the about kid out of, the kid out of Houston last year, and uh, you know, right. A lot of these six five plus dudes that aren't two forty, you know, they're two sixty five. You've even alluded to you want to put ten pounds on them and turn them into a Cam Hayward, or do you want to 
see if he can be DeForest Buckner or, you know, I mean, I don't think people care as much anymore. Just give me athletic, long defensive linemen. And there's going to be a situation I'm going to line him up outside the tackles. There's going to be a situation he's standing up. There's a situation, I mean, inside shoulder of the guard. Just give me different variety of dinosaurs that are mean and nasty. <laughs> At 13, this is just kind of a surprise for the for the Jets. He has the Jets taking Jackson Smith uh, and Jigba. Yeah, there has been some talk that they might cut Corey Davis. I mean, he's making a lot of money. But what, this one doesn't add up to me, Mel. I apologize. But, man, one of the problems with Elijah Moore was Wilson was a slot and Moore should be the slot. And Smith and Jigba is a slot. Like, right. if anything, I think they need the outside guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that works. You're right. Uh, at 14, he has the Patriots taking Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback out of Illinois. A lot of people have him as first corner off the board now. Yeah. At 15, the Packers take Michael Mayer, the tight end from Notre Dame. I guess that adds up. I mean, they even, they don't use first-round picks on offensive players, but it might not be the terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, Rob, Robert Tanya and Mercedes Lewis are both free agents for them, so um, that would make some sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. At 16, he has Washington taking Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. Which is the pick before the Steelers, and if this was – Real life, maybe we'd have been keeping our fingers crossed for Jones, you know. Yeah, you know. Uh, then at 17, he has the Steelers taking Joey Porter Jr., which is the low hanging fruit, but it also yeah. wouldn't be a bad pick. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I will say this I, I do have concerns. I mean, a three year starter at Penn State, which is great, mm -hmm. one career interception. Yeah, I mean, that to me goes against what they prioritize at the cornerback position yeah they want guys yeah. with ball skills I, I mean i really don't know porter versus witherspoon versus gonzalez versus ringo versus yada 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 what my order is or even close at this point but one of them at 17 is fine by me yeah uh at 18 the lions with their second pick he has taken christian gonzalez See, I think to me, if it came down to a choice between Porter and Christian Gonzalez, I think the Steelers would value the ball skills and would take Gonzalez. As, as would I. What I know about both players, and I don't care what their last name is or who their daddy is, I think Gonzalez is the better athlete, better cover guy, and, and better ball skills. Yeah. yeah. At 19, he has the Buccaneers taking Keon White the defensive lineman out of Georgia Tech. He's another one of these guys that's like yeah. 6'5", 275 pounds, who can play inside, can play outside. Yeah, and they drafted Logan Hall to open the second round last year. Similar type guy, too. I mean, they're not fat guys. They're long and they're athletic. This was another – there was two or three, you know, starting with the pit dude, D.D. lineman, he just calls them DLs, I think that I did not expect to see in the first round, that maybe that that group of players is better than I thought. You know, that they're not, maybe they're I, not nose tackle types, but they're... I think it's some of the planet theory, Matt, where yeah. you know, there are only so many of these 6'5", plus, you know, 270-plus guys walking around the planet. Right. And you take them. 
and there might be five of them at the combine that run a four five five and you're like, right oh. you know? <laughs> and then the line coach is salivating in the corner going give me him yeah i want that yeah right <laughs> at 20 has the seahawks taking another one of those guys byron young yeah. out of tennessee he's another one i had not seen this high didn't know quite as much about yeah. so he's not quite as big as those other guys he's six three two fifty five so he's you know he you're not going to kick him inside but he can scream off the edge um yeah yeah and they need pass rush in a big way yeah uh he has a 21 the chargers taking defensive tackle tuli tui poalutu i think you nailed uh, it did I, I, nail I didn't it? want to say it but i think you nailed it <laughs> out of uh, usc he's another one i mean he He's listed as a D tackle. He looks like a D tackle. When I looked at the athletic, when I looked at Dane's list, he had him as more of an edge because in the USC defense, he kind of lined up over a tackle more often. And Perfect for a three, four defense. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's kind of what the Chargers want to run as well. Um, he's another name I've seen a lot, but I've not seen the first round. So a lot of D linemen. Yeah. At 22, the Ravens. Somebody finally has the Ravens taking a wide receiver. How about that? Quinton Johnson, wide receiver from TCU. And I don't care if Lamar's back, if they run the exact same scheme, if it's Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, whoever, their first-round pick should probably be a wide receiver. It has to be because no wide receiver wants to go there on a free agent contract. It's, it's You're not going to catch any balls. You're gonna you're gonna run block all the time. You're you might as well run wind sprints in your in your basement. I mean, unless they're gonna trade for New Hopkins or something like that. Yeah, and, you know. But the, this makes all the sense in the world. Plus, he's a big bodied guy. I mean, I think right. he will block a little bit. You know. Yeah. Uh, Twenty three. The the Vikings take Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback uh, from Mississippi State. He's another interesting cornerback uh, prospect. Um, <laughs> Fourteen <laughs> interceptions. 14 interceptions over three years. Yeah, I know. So we referenced DJ's mock the other day, and I listened to their podcast talking about it. And DJ's exact words were, I guarantee you 10 corners are gone, go in the top 50, and maybe 13 of them. And no one has them going in the top 12 or so. So if 10 to 13 or 14 corners go between – 11 and 50 that's great for the Steelers <laughs> yeah <know>? right <laughs> yeah perfect you, you got three picks in that range you're gonna right. get you're gonna get a good cornerback yeah exactly uh Jacksonville takes Deontay oh, Banks the right. cornerback out of Maryland yeah and they're all kind of like the D-line conversation all these guys have height and length for their position yeah. I mean they can all ride the ride yeah, they're all listed at six foot. Who knows if they will, but they're all six foot, six one, long arms. That's what I'm after for the Steelers, too. Absolutely. At 25, he has the Giants taking Jordan Addison, the wide receiver yeah. at the USC. See, it serves him right transferring from Pitt to go to that room because now he'll be injured. Now he's going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but they could you know, make the How pick about this up? one. It, Mel has at 26, Bijan Robinson. Falling all the way down to twenty six, the running back from Texas. I think they'd do jumping jacks about over that. Um, Zeke is shot. Zeke's done. And no, he, Zeke may be back next year, 
because he's a Jerry Jones favorite. Mm-hmm. But you let you let Zeke be the you know you be the hammer. Robinson is going to be this year's uh, you know he takes over for Tony Pollard, and you don't miss a beat. I think this is the best fit for Robinson that's conceivable. And oh, by the way, he went to Texas. So <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, I mean, I'm sure Jerry would love him. I, I don't know how Dallas would pass on him. I don't think they could. In fact, I'd be shocked if they didn't trade up. With that you know, if he yeah. keeps slipping like that. Uh, they may have Pollard locked up to a long-term deal by then. That's they may. Uh, they may. Yeah. At 27, he has the Bills taking Derek Hall, the defensive end uh, edge rusher out of Auburn. Yeah. And he's another one I just keep seeing more and more of in this neighborhood. You know, the, the one-two turn. For the Steelers, he would be an outside linebacker. Right. Right. At 28, he has the Bengals taking Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah. I like tight end for them a lot. I mean, Hayden Hurst, I th- think, is a free agent. I'm almost certain. Yeah, is. they signed him to a one-year deal. Okay. And one more weapon for Burrow. I mean, that makes all the sense in the world, too. And it's a lot of people are talking about five tight ends going between 15 and 45-ish or 15 in the second round. You know, so. I'll be honest. Another, another uh, offensive lineman might not hurt for them, too. <laughs> no, I agree with you there. I mean, they're just – sort. Yeah, kind of patching it together right now. Uh, 29, the Broncos, who have the pick from Miami via San Francisco, uh, take Isaiah Foskey, the defensive end, uh, the outside linebacker out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. He's another one with good size. I think he's 6'5 ish. 265, yeah. 265, okay. Um, he was on all the preseason lists, and I don't think he blew the doors off people this year, but uh, I'm sure he's still going to be sought after. Yeah. At 30, the uh, Eagles take Brian Branch. I don't know if it will last this long, but I safety out of Alabama. That would be a great pick. Um, The Steelers would, uh, if Branch fell to 32, um, you'd love that. Just add him to the defensive backfield. Right. He's a lot of Minka. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If he's three quarters of Minka, you're you're doing pretty well. Uh, At 31, the Chiefs take Zay Flowers, the wide receiver out of Boston College. Good Lord. I think this is the neighborhood he goes in, and I think he's going to be someone we might talk about at 32 as well. Yeah. I, I mean, he, I like him a lot. I was watching tape of him the other day, and I thought Emmanuel Sanders with more speed. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, early career Manny Sanders. Yeah, about coming out of the slot, working the slot, and doing you know, plays outside a little bit, but he's better in the slot and just gets yeah. open. Runs Big really crisp foul. routes. Um, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, absolutely. That's your first round because, of course, there are only thirty-one picks. The Steelers then have the thirty-second pick, uh, but Mel stopped there. But uh, interesting, uh, some definitely some new names in that definitely group. From Mel, names. yeah. And- would be sitting here going, should the Steelers take Brian Breesy? Should they take <laughs> guard out of Florida? Um, I'm trying to think who, who are some of the obvious other names that are usually in the first round that weren't in this one. But that 30-second pick is going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, going to be interesting. We got another, well, couple couple months here before we get to that. <laughs> in fact, I just got the I uh, just got the information yesterday to uh, send credentials in for the uh, scouting combine. So, oh, cool. So that's right around the corner as well. In fact, that's a little under a month from now. So things will start to heat up here pretty quickly 
uh, as we get into the uh, into the off season. But uh, we're going to yeah. take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio, and you can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to take a break, as I said. We'll be right back with more right after this. <laughs> 